Yes, thank you very much for the opportunity. On Monday last week, uh, we have uh, met as the Provincial Working Committee. And we announced that we had put up a task team um, to proactively look at whether any of our members were party to activities that borders on acts of factionalism, divisions, and basically um, attacking the unity of any of our structures, including the SSCP itself. The commission was led by our provincial chairperson that indicates how serious we took this matter. And the most important principle to us, and I guess members of the public will agree, the listeners will agree, the SSCP has been very um, clear about issues of factionalism corporate capture, um, and anything that poses a real threat to our revolution. And therefore, it is very much important where potentially members of the SACP could themselves be involved in these activities, that as the party, consistent with what we have been saying, we must take the lead in demonstrating that none of our members must be allowed to act with impunity or in any manner that promotes conduct that is inconsistent with what the SACP has been saying and standing for, that is consistency. And just direct your question, the SACP is an independent and autonomous organization with a constitution, and where we feel that any of um, the basic tenets of our constitutions have been violated, we must, without a blink, without fear or favor, take decisions that seek to protect our own constitution as an organization. So we cannot take disciplinary actions based on the temperature and um, or um, actions of our alliance partners because we are an independent organization with its own constitution. And then you also spoke about factionalism, saying that this could also be attributed to factionalism, which you say started as far back as 2011. But uh, most journalists, I'm sure, can remember a time when uh, leaders of the alliance would basically want to bite your head off for mentioning the word factional uh, factions and uh, the alliance. So why do you think it took so long for the alliance to actually come to admit that this was a problem? Just let me let me just emphasize a point, uh, just just as a context to this. You know, in the, we had a central committee of the SACP in the last um, uh, end of uh, the first week of June. One of the issues that came up in that central committee is the strain that uh, was brought to bear on leaders of the SACP in the central committee that took up uh, matters around issues of factionalism. So I'm trying to demonstrate that fighting factionalism, internal divisions, is not a simple matter. It's not an easy issue. And that's why the SACP has had to, you know, take such a heavy strain on this issue and has been consistent. And I'm very much proud of the party that it has firm, I mean, stood a firm ground in the midst of the challenges that came with this matter. And again, we are making the point that it cannot be correct, and we stand to be convinced, that the outbreak of violence recently was just a spontaneous, unplanned, uh, sort of knee-jerk reaction by the people. We do not agree with that. That is why we are saying 
we will advise our alliance partners when we engage with them, and of course we can't impose that, we respect their independence, that the Integrity Commission of the ANC should go back and check the history of these divisions and internal fights, and we have noted that in 2011, around the weekend of the 1st and 2nd of October, there was a very strange thing that happened in the city of Tswane, which were two parallel conferences of the ANC, each claiming to elect leaders. And we are saying, to the extent that we know, there was never a thorough deep root analysis tracking back what exactly happened. And in our view, that laid a very fertile ground for a series of ugly spats and internal divisions within our own alliance partner, which spills over to alliance organizations. As we speak, our own uh, district secretary in the city of Tswane was suspended for factional reasons and during the, this outbreak of the violence had to leave the city. And therefore, these things affect us directly, and that's why we are saying unless we go back to look at what happened, these things will continue to haunt us moving forward because people will just think you can act with impunity and nothing happens to you. Mr. Mamabolo, you, you, you speak of a consistent failure and the collapse of internal organizational discipline. So why, why do you think this hasn't been addressed to date? Why was it left to actually get to the point uh, where we saw five people having to lose their lives last week in Tswane? Well, um, I mean, just the media reports themselves, not even our own internal organizational reports, have demonstrated over time uh, we've seen people being attacked in list processes towards conferences. We've seen all sorts of things happening across uh, many of our line structures, even Sanko, Kosati workers. So the point we're making is that if we don't act now, what has happened will be, you know, like a picnic in the park. It will be what's called a farce. But we could actually see moving forward a very big tragedy that could even lead to us losing our control over the city. So there's no doubt that over the last years we have seen a pattern of internal intra-alliance fights and disputes. As to why that. Uh, disciplinary actions have not happened, and we can't talk for any of our alliances. We had to draw the line for any of our members uh, that could be involved in this. And just uh, another point to mention is that from where we are sitting, any of our members uh, who is involved in this, we cannot afford to let yet another period of failure of internal discipline we are aware that uh, there are issues of uh, criminality, of banning properties, of looting, those matters who are living to the police and law enforcement agencies. But certainly, there is a relationship between our own internal uh, activities of our own members and what could have finally been the effects and the spillovers leading into violence. But we must always draw the line. And we cannot allow that where we have to activate our own disciplinary processes, which are there in our constitutions, we leave it to law enforcement. That is exactly what has caused the collapse of discipline over the years. But we can't speak for any of our alliance partners. Why? But from where we are sitting, when an opportunity presents itself to 
uh, engage the consciousness of our members to intervene in their consciousness. We must never lose that opportunity.